So mm. what we're up to is Simon Shin Aleph. Now, Shin Aleph in the Shulchan Aruch, as I mentioned last week, um, it has a lot of, it's mostly about carrying, and I don't want to do that. But there's, there's two things, there's two Se'ivim that are relevant, and I printed out stuff. I didn't have a lot of time to prepare it myself. I mean, one of them is from a Sefer I wrote, so I should, I should remember that. But um, there's another... How you doing, sir? There you go. It's okay. No problem, no problem. Um, so Shin Aleph, Sif, um, Sif Memhe. Sif Memhe is actually a very integral halacha. It seems not relevant. You should go downstairs. Go downstairs. Not, not you. Not you. Not them. <laughs> so... <laughs> you just got here. I'm not kicking you out. Um, so the Mechaber is like this. Misha Nishu Kalev Bamayim. If let's say your clothing gets wet. Here, this is Mishabur right over here. I, I, I took a copy for you. If your Mishabur gets really. If, if your clothing. it's that. By the way, it's that kind of night. If your clothing gets wet. You're allowed to continue wearing them. We're not concern, concerned that you'll squeeze it out. Okay, fine. But what you're not allowed to do is you're not allowed to hang your clothing to dry uh, on the clothing, on the drying, uh, you know, like old clothesline. Because of Marisayan. Because it looks like you did laundry. So there's no issue of hanging on your door because that's not the way to dry. But in a situation where it's clear, it looks like you did laundry, you're not allowed to hang dry your clothing. Again, by uh, nowadays that we have drying uh, washer and dryers, it could be this halach is not relevant anymore because we don't hang our clothing. But you have like, let's say you have uh, like a clothing rack. My mother has that. We have a clothing rack and you, you hang the clothing. So you wouldn't be allowed to do that on Shabbos because it's marisai, because it looks like you did laundry. I, what if no one's around? So says the Shulchan Aruch, Even if no one's around, no one's around, and therefore the whole concern is that it looks like you did laundry, it looks in front of who? It's just me. It's still Aser. Now, what, what's the reason? This is actually very, very... Huh? Tani? Nope. Says the Mishaburah in Kuf Samachay. Why is it that it's a problem even when you're alone? And this is a fundamental shaila, and that is that when you have something that's also because of marasayan, where it's because of a bad optic, is it a problem when no one's around? So the Shulchan Aruch is saying yes. Now, the question, is that true? So the Mishabura says like this, here's the rule. Hatam the reason why it's Aser, even if no one's around, is because when Chazal Asered something, they Asered something. Meaning, the issue of doing something that looks bad is not necessarily from other people going to learn from your actions. A Jew shouldn't do something that doesn't look right, even if no one's around. Look, what about construction on, on, on Shabbos? Uh, construction to, on Shabbos is allowed. a problem because of Marisai. Right, so you should just know, just because you mentioned it, I will tell you something very interesting. Menashe make a very good point. The issue with doing construction on Shabbos, let's say you have a contractor, build a house on Shabbos. What's the problem? So the real problem was, says the Shulchan Aruch, is Marisayan. It looks like you're paying them by the hour. Now, right, paying them by the hour is the problem. Paying them for the job is fine. It looks, even if you pay them for the job, it looks like you're paying them for the hour. So here's the Shaila. 
Chayr nowadays it should be mutter to do construction on Shabbos. No one pays contractors by the hour. I don't mean that you delineate their price by the hour. I mean that if they stop in the middle, they could just walk away and get half the money. Nobody does that. So the truth is, not that it's mutter to do construction, but you have to say that the issue nowadays is not the same issue as Shulchan Aruch. The issue nowadays is zilzal. That it's a bizillion for Shabbos to have someone build on Shabbos. It's not the same classical problem. It's a problem of bizillion on Shabbos. So it's over here, it's the same thing. It's no, so, so, no, it's not a bizillion. I'm just saying that the Marisayan actually doesn't apply to construction. But this is a Marisayan. It looks like you're doing laundry. I know one's around. It's still a problem. Now, the question is, is that true always? Anytime there's Marisayan, it's a problem even if you're alone? Is that true? So it says in Mishabur, no. The Taisvis says, It depends what it looks like you're doing. If it looks like you're doing an Iser de Iraisa, then it's Aser even if you're alone. If it looks like you're doing an Iser de Rabbanan, then it's Mutter if you're alone. I'll give you an example. You're taking almond milk. Nowadays, we'll see, it's not a problem anymore. But let's say when almond milk just came out, and you're, you're frying a steak in margarine, right? Just when margarine came out. So you're frying a steak in margarine. Anybody, that looks like marisayin because it's like, hey, that, that, that looks like you're cooking milk and meat together. That's a problem even if you're alone. Why? Because it looks like you're cooking basa b'chalav, which is an iser do raisa. If you're cooking chicken in that margarine, which, worst case scenario, even if people judge you unfairly, it's a rabbinic prohibition, that would be allowed if no one's around. That's Tysis, that's the sheets of Tysis, that's the sheets of Mishabura. So it's a problem because over here, because it looks like you're doing laundry, which is one of the Lamentas Malachis. It's, one of, it's a biblical desecration of Shabbos because it looks like you're, you're biblically desecrating Shabbos. That's when it's a problem. If it looks like you're doing a rabbinic prohibition, then it'll be okay. So now that I mentioned Marisayan, so I just want to take sort of like a, a side sidestep just to mention two, two concepts regarding Marisayan. First of all, I've mentioned this in the past. I don't know if I mentioned it here. I've mentioned it in the past. There's a sheet of Ramosha Feinstein. Ramosha Feinstein, I don't have it in front of me. I think it's a Simon Tzadi Aleph in uh, Igris Moshe. I haven't checked in a while, but I think it's Tzadi Aleph. Ramosha and Tzadi Aleph. Did I tell you guys, Ramosha, about driving? Did I ever tell you this? Okay, could I? I apologize. It was Simon Tzadi Vav. So Ramosha has actually a very fundamental tshuva. It's sort of mired the tshuva inside. Ramosha drove in the car. I mentioned this when it comes to Hilchus Candle, uh, Neris. Ramosha got in the car after candle lighting and went to Shul. It's a fundamental tshuva. So someone sent him a letter, which a man is allowed to do. Men are not Makabal Shabbos with candle lighting. We dive in Mincha in most places after candle lighting. So someone sent a letter to Ramosha saying that what you're doing is a problem, Marzain. So it's Ramosha finds it. So Ramosha writes in the tshuva. It just could die from like the Machshava Shabbat of how Ramosha responded. He says, Nanesi Ma'od. I was very happy. Asher Marachas Kvoichan is Daris Lakai Mrs. Techacha that you're that you're attempting to fulfill the mitzvah of Musr, Lufidaitoi. Uchuas Khain Khain. And you should be very, very proud of yourself. Not he's not doing this sarcastically. The Khasvashalam Lila Hakbid Bazan, and I'm not upset at all. Emerit Hashem Baloy Nedali Asaid, and I won't do this again. Afsha ain ba shemet iser. And you should just know there's no element of an Isser at all. And Ramosha goes on to explain that a big aside when it comes to Marisayan. Marisayan is not people that are ignorant. 
will think I'm doing something wrong if they don't know halacha. That's not marizayin. Marizayin is where a rav will think you're doing something wrong. That's marizayin. Meaning, if I walk in, not me, let's say you go Rabbi Oba, Mechashavir, walks in, and he sees you cooking meat in margarine when margarine was not common, the guy's, a rav is going to say, what are you doing? That's marizayin. I walk in and I see Jews standing outside once a month looking to the moon, and I think that's a vaydazar. That's not marizayin. That's ignorance. So, it's, it's a fundamental, you said, Marisayin is not someone who just doesn't know halacha. So Ramayusha says the fact, it's common knowledge. And it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, that men are not mekabal Shabbos with candlelighting. Which means they could still drive in the car after Mincha. I, there's some people who don't know halacha. That's not Marisayin. That's what Ramayusha says. But Ramayusha says, I won't do it anymore. I won't do it anymore. You should just know two things. Just, just <laughs> I was once in Bergman Shul many, many years ago, and I had my hand jacket on, and I was writing notes. I would get there early, a couple hours early, and I, would write, I was writing notes on Gemara. And someone came over me from across the room. One guy said, the people on that table decided that he's like a shaliach of theirs, that it's not appropriate for you to be writing this close to Shabbos with your hand jacket on, like with a tie on. <laughs> so I said, we haven't done mincha yet. Like, it's not Shabbos. If it was Shabbos, you can't, there are people driving here. Like, well, But I said, <laughs> I said, because Cover from Moshe Feinstein. <laughs> I will put my pen down. But you should know that there's no problem. So um, it, it, it's, it's a fundamental truth from Moshe. By the way, just Agav, I, I got I get the, a daily um, I get a daily video from the Babacharebu. You should know it's not usually this much machshava, but but just just, just seeing you guys, it's bringing it out of me. Uh, Ramosha, I get a video from the Rebbe, and the Rebbe's video yesterday was people who want to give Moser, and he was saying that. That like, even if, you know, you see something that you think another Jew does wrong, even if, he says, why do you feel that you're the one who has to do it? A lot of people saw it, but you're the one who has to do it, and you have to do it publicly, and you have to do it in a way that's, you know, he said, that's not, that's not the derech. Like, and, and he was talking about how before a Jew gives Moser, you have to sort of, you know, really, you know, misbeinen. I had this, uh, it was the last week with the person with the cell phone, right, he made a comment. That, that upset me very much. You don't just give Musser. And I told him that. You don't give Musser to Jews in a way that makes you, uh, in a condescending way. That's not, that's not the dark. So Ramosha also, he's just like, he was appreciating. But that guy, he, right away to Ramosha finds him. He probably should uh, rethink it. Yeah, you were saying? No, I was, uh, so why concede? Why Ramosha concede? Yeah. It, it's, it's, Shalom. I know, that's, that's why I wouldn't have. <laughs> that's why he's a tzaddik. He didn't want to upset someone. He, you know, maybe... Yeah, maybe ignorant person. Yeah, Ramosha said that there's no problem, but if it bothers you, I won't do it. Just like it's a chesed to you, but there's no halachic issue. Now, you have in front of you, I, I, don't, I don't think we're going to go through the whole thing, but, um, yeah. So, uh, this is actually from a sefer that I wrote. I, I'm not going to be able to go through the whole thing. I printed it out. You have it. And this was a shayla about, is it a problem in to go into a restaurant? I mentioned it recently. I'll just run through some of the, um, some of the shitas. This is something very common in Eretz Yeah, 100%. Or, 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 yeah, but even here, you have a meeting, you have a business meeting. Uh-huh. Is it a problem in to go into a business meeting? Oh, you mean, uh, not on Shabbos, during the week? No, I'm talking about during the week. You have a tray for restaurant, you have a business meeting. Is it a problem in to go into the business meeting and not eat? But you're standing in a non-kosher restaurant when everyone's eating around you. Is there a problem? You mentioned about this a couple weeks ago. It was, um, it was, uh, it was Friday uh, night. I think it was Friday night. It might have been Yom Tif. So I just, just to mention, you know, those that are machmer, um, 
The truth is, there's a similar source to it. Um, this is the source of not allowing a person to go into a church. What's the issue of going into a church? It's Marasayan. Even entering a church in any way is Marasayan, because it looks like you're going to pray. And the source of that is a mission of Avodah that it says, Ir you're not allowed to enter a city that has a church in it. I mean, you're not allowed to enter a courtyard of a church. So this is the, uh, that's safe, from Makar Vimen. That's the one that I wrote on the left side. So, I, I, for kids, I'm, I'm, we're going to say it outside. There are many, many Paiskim are Machmer. Um, because again, especially if you have what I just mentioned from Taisvis, over here it looks like you're going in and, and doing an Isidaraisa. It looks like you're eating Tarfus. That looks like you're doing an Isidaraisa. If it looks like you're doing an Isidaraisa, then even if there's no Jews around, it's still a problem. So the heter of like, oh, I'll make sure that uh, I'll go at a time where there's no Jews around, that's not going to help. The truth is, those that are Machmers, of Scheinberg is Machmer, Avelsky was Machmer, Moshe Feinstein was Machmer, they all said it's a problem. So what's the reason of those that are Mekel? So you just, Das HaMatirim. Das HaMatirim is Rav Asher Weiss. Rav Asher Weiss has a tshuva. I think it's on the second page. It says Das HaMatirim. It's on the back of it, actually. Das HaMatirim is Rav Asher Weiss. Rav Asher Weiss was, uh, was asked the following, B'yoisi Johannesburg when he was in Johannesburg, Nishalti Basifis Rabboni Eir, so this is not exactly as bad, but this is a, a public cafeteria in a, in, a, in a hospital or in, a, in, a, in an office. Are you allowed to go to this cafeteria where they're serving non-kosher? So it's not, it doesn't feel as bad as a restaurant, but it's the same premise. You're sitting in a place that's serving non-kosher, and it's a problem, is it a problem of Marasayin? So Rav Asher Weiss has two reasons to be Mekel. I'll tell you outside. Uh, you know, if you want, in your own time, you can see it, but I, just, I don't want to take too much time. The first one is, it's a shaila in the Achroinim. Do we add to Maris Ayin that's not found in Shas? So you'll say, I mean, I, I would think, yeah. If something is not listed in Shas as a problem, Maris Ayin, do we have the right to sort of create a new? There's no source in Shas that you can't go to a restaurant. That's not in Shas. So the question is, do we say, yeah, we could add to it? The Ramah feels that you could. The Ramah famously said that it's a problem to cook meat in fake milk, in almond milk. That's not listed in Shas. And the Ramah extended it from an example of the Gemara. The Gemara talked about blood and drinking fish blood. And is it a problem because it looks like you're drinking cow blood? So the Ramah feels that you could add to it. But the, the Arpoiskim, the Prichadosh, feels that you are not allowed to add Meaning, what's found in the Chazal is a problem. We can't add to it. So Rav Asherwai says, while we don't pass in that way, that's something. Right? That's something, because this would be an extension of Chazal. Okay. But number two, I think, is the more common reason. And this is the reason that he's really really relying on. And that is, Maris Ayin is fluid. It's changing. It's subjective. Maris Ayin changes with the times. Once something becomes common enough that you could be melamit chus on someone, then marasayin no longer applies. I'll give you an example. In the beginning, when they came out with these fake ice creams and fake non-dairy creamer and fake margarine and all these fake things, in the beginning, it was a problem of marasayin. How are you pouring non-dairy creamer, which looked like cream, after a fleshic meal? <clears throat> Over time... Once these things became common enough, they're no longer a problem. And that's true with every element of Marisayin. Rav Asher Weiss feels, so too it is with a restaurant. 
maybe in the beginning, 30 years ago, seeing a Jew, again, I, I don't, this is not my area, I, I don't work in the field of business in any form, I don't have a classic job, so I've never seen, I've never been to the city to see a Jew in a non-kosher restaurant, but apparently, it's common. So, Rav Asha Weiss says, once something is common enough, then it's no longer a problem in Marisayan. is subjective. So he feels that going to an non-kosher restaurant, while it might have been a problem 20 years ago, is no longer an issue. But is there a difference between sitting down at a table at a non-kosher restaurant and seeing some kid going to McDonald's thinking, oh, maybe he has to use the bathroom? True. Is that two different? It is. But again, that, 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 well, that's the question. You're right. Rav Asher Weiss was saying that, you know, what's very common is someone walks into a cafeteria, maybe they're going to just get a soda, maybe they're going in to go to the bathroom. You're right. But he, he extends it to restaurants as well. And, and the truth is, I, I wrote this towards the end, I don't know. I, I think you have to ask, not a Rav, you sort of have to ask someone who knows these things, like, how common is it? Again, it's not common for me. I, I don't know. I think it's becoming very common yeah, because... Oh, so by the way, you should know what you told me from Rav Welcher, yeah. that was um, Rav Moshe, uh, Rav Azriel Orbach, who's Rav Shalim Zalman's son, I bring that at the end, he says if you can wear a baseball cap, that would be good. Uh, it's, it's a cute thing. I, it yeah, doesn't, but, he, uh, but he also said that, like I told you, that it's okay to, you know, if I wear a baseball cap, but I shouldn't eat there. Oh, maybe because he maybe he feels that that, that, that in there it's a little bit of a worse optic. Yeah. Again, but but the basic header is is this premise that Marisine is subjective, and then you sort of have to figure out is it a problem anymore? And maybe yes, maybe not. I, I, I don't know. But it is a common thing today that you go to meetings in a, yeah. a, a, a non kosher restaurant, and they bring out uh, they, they bring out kosher uh, meals for you. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, it, it's it's. Listen, it's an interesting thing. I'm not sure. Now, okay, th- this last one, I did not have time to go through it fully, but we'll run through it. Sif Memchas. In back the Mechaber Sif Memchas. The Mechaber says like this. Mistafig Odom Ba'aluntis. You're allowed to draw yourself uh, with an Aluntis, um, meaning, let's say, you, you dab yourself with a towel. Now, I mentioned on Shavuos night that you're allowed to use a towel because I was referring to schita with hair. He's not talking about that. He's taking a towel and drawing yourself, and we're not worried about squeezing out the towel. Okay? I mean, let's say the towel is super wet. So you're allowed to draw yourself with a towel. And we're not concerned that you'll squeeze it out. But if you squeeze it out, it's not a problem. So this reminded me, if you have in front of you the other page, this is a true from Ravasha Weiss. Again, Ravasha Weiss. We'll read it together. It's two pages. I'll see if I can do it all. And that is, it's a, it's a very subtle Shaila, and that is using baby wipes on Shabbos. So I've never really gone through it with people. People have asked me, and I just tell you, it's fine, it's not fine. Now, baby wipes obviously is relevant for children, but the truth is, some adults use them in the bathroom, and also they have, like, for cleaning counters, they have a similar product... And the question is, is it allowed? So right off the bat, there are those that are machmer. I could already tell you when it comes to most things, Hilcha Shabbos, you go to Bnei Barak and Meishar, it's all Asr. There's no question about that. They're not doing any of this stuff. They're not doing anything. Rav Weiss feels that it's mutter. I want to just read the tshuva with you. Of uh, This is the one of the um, sources of being makel, because Ramosha Feinstein writes in his tshuva to be lenient, but everybody, all those that are machmer, and I didn't go through the Ramosha with you, because all those that are machmer say, oh, 
Ramosha wasn't talking about our baby wipes. He was talking about paper towels. He was up, 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 up. Ravasha Weiss, first of all, by the way, David Feinstein in a tshuva said that in his family they use baby wipes. So, okay, if in David Feinstein's family... There's an issue probably with certain brands. With certain brands that you... you if you're oh, yeah, so if, 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 it's, if it's perforated and ripping, that's a separate issue. But let's say it's not. Is it a problem of squeezing it out? So this is Rav Asher Weiss's shuva. We'll run through it together. This is his opinion. He's one of the biggest paiskim on planet Earth now. So I think he's definitely uh, something that's significant. But it's just a lot of people misunderstand where they're coming from. So he says, Are you allowed to use baby wipes? And the problem is squeezing. And if there is a problem of squeezing, is it is that the intention? Is it inevitable? As the laws of Shabbos are obviously I feel that it's mutter. I know there's a Ramachmer, so therefore I want to explain my opinion. Rav Shuai says like this. Now, he says like this. He starts off by quoting Rav Shlomo Zalman. Rav Shlomo Zalman originally was Mekel. The time of Inamukai. Now, I, I'm going to skip these next two paragraphs. I'll tell you why. Rav Shlomizalman, it's unclear exactly why he was Mekel. And then supposedly he changed his mind. And he was Chayzer. And they say, no, he wasn't Mekel. He changed his mind. He retracted his statement. If you go to the left paragraph on the bottom, it says Rav Shlomizalman, what am I supposed to do? I believe not like the retraction. Meaning, I'm not going to follow Rav Shlomo Zalman's retraction. I'm telling you, Rav Shlomo is a very confident Paisik. He's like, I'm telling you, this is how I feel. So what's the, why is it not a problem of Schita? So Rav Shlomo says, like, after a lot of checking, that I've tested myself, it's become clear, that if you use the average baby wipe that's found in the marketplace, there is no problem of squeezing. Why? It doesn't matter whether you use a regular, a little softer. Even though, obviously, when you dry the baby and you wipe the baby, there's going to be a little force. Now, he does acknowledge in a different shuva, if you take a baby wipe and squeeze it out, that's obviously a problem. But the average, normal way to use is fine. Why? The reason is very simple. These baby wipes are made in such a way it was made in such a way that it's not meant to absorb. It's meant to have a minimum amount of liquid on the surface. Not too much, but not to absorb. That's the purpose of why they made it that way. Why? Because he explains. The whole purpose of these baby wipes is there should be a little bit on the surface of these um, baby wipes, that go on the baby's skin, and they dry naturally. You see, if there's a lot of liquid, or if the baby wipes are super absorbent, then what's going to happen is the baby wipes will be saturated. When you put it on the baby, the baby will be soaked. Now the problem is that will cause a baby rash. 
They don't want that. So they made it in such a way that there's a little bit on the surface and it's not absorbent, meaning you're not squeezing anything out from the actual um, wipe unless you really do a crazy amount of force. What you're doing is you're taking what's already on the surface and putting it on the skin and that's not enough to actually make the body wet and it'll naturally dry. You see, if the thing is super absorbent, then when you're pushing it down, you're squeezing it out. He says that's not how it's made. It's made to have stuff on the surface and not be super absorbent because if it's super absorbent, there's going to be too much liquid and then the baby will get a rash. So he says, It's known. If you put a diaper on a baby while the baby is still wet, it's going to cause a rash. And therefore, these wipes are made in a special way that they're not very absorbent. And any moisture that does exist is on the surface. If you go on the, the back of the page, if it was absorbent, then it would, attack, it would actually be very wet. And you'd have to dry the baby afterwards, which is not the case. I also spoke to one of the people that make these. He says also, if it was too absorbent, then it wouldn't go out enough. You'd have to put too much force on the baby to get it to come out. So it's not absorbent for two reasons. First of all, they don't want it to be too wet. And it will cause the baby a rash. And also, to get it out, you'd have to push, which we don't want on a baby. So they do it, they make it in such a way where there's a little bit of moisture on the surface. So when you put it on the baby the normal way, you're not squeezing it out. He says, After testing it, it became clear. He says, I'm not foolish. I understand that if you take a baby wipe, you know, I, I, you know, this is recorded and a lot of m- more people listen than are here. So I'm going to get people saying, I don't understand. You're telling me it's not a problem. If I take a baby wipe and I squeeze it out, it'll drip. The answer is yes, but that's not the normal usage. So it's not, listen, your intention is not for it to squeeze out all of the moisture. And it's not inevitable because that's not the normal way to do it. So he says, yes, if you do it, it is chit gemura. If you were to squeeze it into the baby's, clo- uh, the baby's skin, of course, of course it would be a problem. By using it, drawing down a regular surface, and a little bit of pressure, like cleaning a child that became dirty, there is not additional moisture that's significant that comes out. Everything is already on the surface. And therefore, it is not inevitable. And this is even bigger for this. She says that your intention is not actually to have it squeeze out. Because there's enough liquid on top that you don't, you're not intending to squeeze out anything that's inside. So even if you do it, it's, it's, un, it's unintentional and it's not inevitable. He says, anytime you're pushing with a lot of force, it's not to get more moisture out, it's to get the, to get it to clean. So he says, it's not inevitable. Um, now, fine. That's the basic shita. That's, therefore he says like this, 
I don't believe that there's actually anything being squeezed out. And Afim That's our Rashi Weiss's shita. That it's 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 not inevitable, and it's unintentional, and it's not always the case. That's a shita. It's made in such a way. It happens to be based on this. You'd be allowed to take those wipes, those they have from the companies. And clean the surface of a table. That, that, that should be the same. If different wipes are made differently, I don't think they are. I, I think baby wipes. It could be. I don't want. I want to make it clear. He was talking about baby wipes. It could be that the wipes that are made for, like, uh, for the tabletops, maybe they are more absorbent, and maybe they do have more moisture. I have to check. But that's the hetter for using baby wipes. It's the fact that, so although the Shulchan Aruch, again, it's, it's semi-related to the Shulchan Aruch, and the Shulchan Aruch says, Mestafagad Baluntis, Umavia Biyodai, that that we're not concerned that you'll come to do Srita, that, that would be the same hetter for baby wipes as well. Um, okay, so I'll tell you what, I, I knew today would be a shorter one. We know, I normally go a little bit longer, but today I just wanted to cover these two things which are bit on the side. And next week, Bez Hashem, we'll get into Shin Bez, where Shin Bez is talking about cleaning clothing. And uh, we'll jump around a little bit. I don't want to get too bogged down. And then we'll have to jump a little bit because there's a lot about carrying and I want to sort of jump around from that. All right, we'll stop here.